So let me ask, are you a burger flipper or are you the boss? What's that mentality that you have? Today we're going to be talking about triggers, the book specifically triggers by Marshall Goldsmith and some of the epiphanies out of it about using powerful questions to help change mindset. So ask that once again, are you a burger flipper or are you the boss and what are you preparing for? So welcome to the Company of One. This is episode number 204. This is the show where we teach you to look at your career, all of your income as an entrepreneur. You, in fact, are a company of one, just as I am. Everybody who makes money, we're small businesses. And that's the way we empower ourselves to make more money, to have more impact for more people. So let's jump in today to that question. Are you the burger flipper or the boss? I ask my kids this question all the time, or at least I talk to them about making decisions to be the burger flipper or the boss. And it usually goes something like, the boss has to make a thousand decisions a day. The boss has to decide what's important. The boss has to have the drive and motivation to make things happen. The burger flipper just shows up and waits for somebody else to tell him what to do, at what time to show up, how to dress, everything else, you're being told what to do. Both of them are fine, and there's extreme versions of the burger flipper and extreme versions of the boss, right? You can be a very high-paid burger flipper uh, and a lot of corporate jobs, but you have to decide which one you're going to be and which one... Uh, which one you can live with, right? Uh, so many people tell me they want to be their boss and they want to be their own boss, but no, they really like being told what to do. And so, boy, that's a big challenge. You know, how are you going to get past that? But it goes a little deeper. It goes a little deeper because as an employer, and I'm saying I'm an employer, you are an employer. Anytime we pay people money for something, it may be a dentist, it may be a car mechanic, it may be somebody who's doing repairs on our home, then they are our employee, at least in the company of one model. Like we are paying for a service and they're providing it. We are the customer. So in that model, we want something out of people. We want the burger flipper to act like the boss, don't we? Don't we want the mechanic that's working on our, our car, even if it's a big giant uh, you know, car dealership and the mechanic that's back there working on our car, we want them thinking like the boss, like pleasing the customer and taking good care of the customer and ownership of his or her work is key. All of us want that. And especially in corporate America, we're seeing this idea of we want more engaged employees. That's the term that's being thrown around all the time. And you see engagement is a big discussion. As a matter of fact, in the university models, especially in the COVID days now, we're talking about how do you engage students more? And that's something we always talk about is how do we have better student engagement? How do I have better customer engagement? Because, you know, what I want is I, uh, you know, employees, uh, engagement means money and productivity, right? So, for instance, engaged customers or audiences are great for marketing. 
I want my customers to love what I'm doing so much that they talk about it. They're engaged. They'll give me feedback and they'll talk to me and they will spend money on the products and they will spread the word. Engaged employees are great for morale and productivity. And this is why you see this discussion all the time that the companies are trying to to get their employees engaged and survey after survey and company after company there's no engagement employees are totally disconnected they show up they may actually like their job like their coworkers uh, but they're just they're just there to flip burgers right you hear that concept it's not my job or it's just the job, you know, these, these mentalities that they don't own it. So I look at this as an ownership issue, engagement, ownership, it's all the same thing. So engagement though, ownership, however you look at it, is directly related to profit in everybody's pocketbook. It's directly related to profit. So let's, let's talk about how do you create better engagement in me and in you, right? How do we become more engaged? Because as an individual, I want to be more engaged too. And so in the book by Marshall Goldsmith, the book's called Triggers. It's a really great book. I got put a link to it in the show notes, dellcallahan.com slash 204. This is episode 204. He talks about some of the questions that we ask and, um, now, the book's about a lot of other things, but he just talks about the questions that we ask ourselves in employee surveys. So, so let's give you an example, and it's an example he uses as well as many others. That um, A lot of times you get these surveys, especially when companies are hiring consultants to come in and increase engagement. And you start getting these employee surveys, and they said, say something like uh, the fact of, do you have clear goals? Right, which is a fair question. So we see this all the time, and so we're seeing this at the university when we're looking at this. We're doing this at the university. We're doing this with students. We're constantly trying to increase more engagement. Do you have clear goals? Now, Marshall is saying in his book, these are passive questions, and this is this is so this is so about marketing. This is so about mindset shift. This is, this is important. That question, do you have clear goals? You've probably seen it. You may have even asked that question. It's passive because here's the interpretation of the test taker or the person answering their survey is, do I have clear goals? No, my boss doesn't really tell me what to do and I'm showing up and it's fuzzy. I have this conversation almost daily with clients. You know, uh, we, we have a lack of leadership, uh, so we just don't have clear goals. And there's there's a couple of people right now I'm working with that are solid individuals in terms of work performance. But the thing they're telling me is they don't know what to do when they show up. There's no direction, and it's poor leadership. And it's not that it was this way for a week or two weeks. It's been this way for two years. Uh, to the point, you know, I'm saying, well, you obviously need to leave the company if you don't have any direction. But there's more to it than that. Right? There's more to it. So let me flip that question around and just show you what I mean. Uh, so do you have clear goals? 
the question we just said is, um, first of all, I, I've done this before, and we, we I've been in this the meeting when, when we ask that question, and we get all the survey data back, and everybody says, overall, no. I mean, the ratings just aren't that fantastic. And we're sitting there scratching our heads uh, and saying, how much clearer do we need to be? We talk about the goals and everything all of the time. What's the deal? Why don't they get it? Why don't they get it? Right? Because we're talking to them. And you know what happens when you talk to people? They don't listen. So... Uh, let's let's flip the question around then. This is this is where the brilliance goes. So I'm gonna ask the same question. The question was, do you have clear goals? The active part of that is, have you done your best to set clear goals? It's a very subtle change, but really really powerful. Have you done your best to set clear goals? Now, as the survey taker, if you're taking the survey on that. And maybe they ask you every single day, do you have clear goals? I don't know. Today, I don't know what to do. Have you done your best to set clear goals? That made it personal. This is now active questions. And you cannot get away from the fact that you, you as an individual, I don't care whether you are the CFO, the CEO, or the the uh, person sweeping the floor, it doesn't matter. You now have to answer the question from a personal, active point of view. Have I set clear goals? That puts ownership of your job back onto you. It communicates powerfully the expectation that I want you to set your goals within the parameters of what we're doing here, but I want you to figure out what you need to do. I don't want a burger flipper. It's interesting. Most employers don't want the burger flippers. Most employers want active people who take ownership. They want the boss. They want people who think like the boss. They want entrepreneurial mindset. This is why the company of one mentality is so important. But I love this about the question because this question, this difference between active uh, and inactive, active and passive questions are so important that uh, because I'm, I have found in coaching and helping clients, questions are just so powerful. Let me read you a couple of this is out of Marshall's book uh, where he talks about the questions he asked himself at the end of the day. And it says, did I do my best to set clear goals, to make progress towards goal achievement, to find meaning? to be happy, to build positive relationships. I'll skip a bunch. To exercise, to meditate, to get a good night's sleep, to say something nice for Lida. I'm assuming that's Lida, his wife. And he goes on. So I think he said there's 17 of these. He reviews every night. But he puts the ownership back on him, not on them. A lot of these are about people and expectations and these things, but he's not putting the ownership on them. And that's what we do as individuals. We let other people control us. This is taking responsibility and taking ownership. Asking this question, did I do my best? And getting your team members to ask that question is really powerful. But right now, I just want to think about you leading yourself. Quit 
passing the buck and giving them responsibility. You take it. Here's a couple of other questions that I like to see. If you notice the active versus passive questions, it, it flips the script. It turns it back on you, the individual, or the other person to think about their ownership. The reverse interview process that I do where I start asking people about, you know, tell me, what do you love about your job? You know, tell me how you get here. I, and it's these active questions that requires a personal response, not a canned response. I mean, it comes, from, it comes straight out of the How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, right? Get people, if you want people to like you, get them to talk about themselves. And so these reverse interview questions, so powerful, and they open up doors in the way typical interview questions and these other things don't work that are just boring. Uh, we see this in marketing all of the time. A lot of marketing is about asking you questions and flipping the script to make you personally feel the pain. In, so you, you watch you know, Mike Lindell you know, talking about a good night's sleep. What he's trying to do is ask you questions is, do you have a good night's sleep? He wants to get you thinking that, no, I could get a better night's sleep. Because when you do marketing, you want to also flip the script and get that person thinking about the pain or the, the, the desire from their personal point of view, not me just talking about it. That's the difference between talking about the benefits of a product versus the, um, the features of a product. We won't get into the marketing. But I, I, t I just wanted to share this because what we need to do, though, to become this company of one is to think about and take this ownership is to start actively asking the questions, did I do my best? So find the areas of all the things that are interesting to you, all the things that are important to you, setting clear goals. You know, maybe exercise, like in his case, is important to you. Uh, maybe uh, engaging with some people at work and saying, I, you know, I'm showing up at work, but I re don't really have any relationships. Have I, did I do my best today to engage others as friends and coworkers and people rather than just another number at the table? So this is, is look, Triggers is a great book. I highly recommend it. But active versus passive questions. Just take everything you're trying to accomplish and put in front of it. Did I do my best to do that? You will move from a passive point of view in terms of your career, in terms of your money making, into something active because you have now taken ownership. All right, I'm going to cap it at that today. I'll put all this in the show notes at delcallahan.com slash 204. Have a great one.